Hey girl, welcome to Fearless and Unleashed, where we'll learn tips and tricks to live our best life. We are leaving fear behind, ladies, reaching our goals, having some fun while being authentically us. I'm Jeanette Sachs. I'm a mama of three beautiful girls, married to my best friend. I'm a wellness coach and entrepreneur. I'm all about living fearlessly, going after those scary business goals, getting fit while eating ice cream, and simplifying life. I believe when we get out of our own way, we become the best versions of ourselves. So get ready, girl, because we're about to change your life. Hey there, friend. So I'm glad that I actually start the episodes calling you friend, because today's episode, we're actually going to be talking about friendship. I wanted to talk to you guys about why having the right friendships in your life can be valuable and can really have a positive and amazing impact in your life. I think that friendships can be very interesting because they're all very different. If you really think about your life and you think about all the friends that you have, even friends that you used to have that maybe are not a part of your day-to-day life anymore, you would notice that a lot of your friendships are different. I know for me, I have friends that know everything about me. And then I have friends that don't know everything, but they know quite a bit. And I have friends that I do certain things with and friends that I don't do certain things with. And so it's really interesting to have all of these different relationships when it comes to your friendships. But what I want to talk to you and what I want to focus on is how do you make friends at an older age? I talked about this on my Instagram because this is a very common thing. It is really hard to make friendships when you're older. And I think it's because, you know, when you're a kid, I don't know if it's that we're just friendlier. I think what it is, is that we're not as guarded as we are as adults, especially if you've had friendships that didn't work out or you've gone through a lot in your life. And so trust is a big issue for you. You kind of walk around trying to protect yourself because maybe you've experienced what it's like to be betrayed and it doesn't necessarily even have to happen with friends. It could be other people in your life. So you go into life and you have your view of how some people can be. And so you're always very guarded. Another thing too, you could be very introverted. I know I'm an introvert, but I'm also what I like to call an outgoing introvert where I'm pretty quiet and it takes a little bit for me to open up unless... There's that like instant moment where you just connect with someone and you're just like, oh my God, this is like my person. And I'll tell you guys a story about that. But if you're the type of introvert that's like super quiet, it takes a minute for you to get comfortable and be your happy, crazy, exciting self in front of other people, right? And so making friends as an adult, we have all of this going on. When we're children, it's a lot easier. You just run around, you play, you ask people, do you want to be my friend? Do you want to go play? Even as a teenager, you know, it could be a little awkward when you're a teenager, but you usually connect if you're in the same place all the time. I feel like it's so much easier for teenagers to be like, hey, you want to hang out? Instead of a grown woman in her 30s or 40s or 50s to go, oh, do you want to hang out? You know what I mean? I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but it seems like that's the thing that I see happen a lot with women is we're having a hard time finding friendships. And besides all of that, I also think that because we're older and we're more aware, we've lived longer, we've experienced life, we're also very clear in what type of people we want to attract, what type of people we want to spend our time with. And I think that's really important because I think for me, like I know who my people are. You know what I mean? Like I know who I want to be around. I know what kind of 
people bring the best out of me. I know what kind of people make me have fun and I can really sit down and hang out with and be comfortable and just build this like amazing, wonderful friendship. And I also know what kind of people I don't want to attract. And so I think because of that, it makes it a little bit harder for us to make friendships. But the benefit I think of that is you kind of prevent having to deal with a lot of letdown when people do you wrong or when you realize like this is not the type of person that I want in my life. You know, something that would happen when you were young, when you're older, because you're more focused on finding the right people and you know who those people are, you know what qualities you want to attract. It does make it a little bit harder, but when you do find them, it is so much better because now you're spending your time with the right people. One of the things that I have realized is in order to make friends, you have to be out. Now, I know this is easy for a lot of people because if you're out, you have a nine to five job or you are a part of different clubs or things, activities that you participate in, you're putting yourself in places where you can meet people. And I know work is kind of hard because a lot of people don't want to hang out with their coworkers. There's that like fine line between your personal life and you hanging out, going to a club and having drinks versus your coworkers seeing that, you know? <laughs> I remember I saw a video. This is just a side note, which I think is so funny. I saw a video of this girl that said, every time I get a new job, the first thing I do is I grab the employee directory from my new job and I sit down on a weekend and I block all the employees and the bosses and everything for my new job so that they don't go on my social media. I thought that was so funny and true because it's like, do you want all these people that you work with to see your personal life right away before they even get to know you? you at work, you know? But I thought that was so funny. But anyways, back to what I was talking about. Sometimes at work, it could be a little hard because you probably don't want to hang out with your coworkers. But if you're part of activities or you're into things and you go and participate in different things, you put yourself in situations where you can meet people. The problem that I have noticed too is when you are in those situations, which one, a lot of people don't, we don't participate in things enough. I think we have gotten so used to just being homebodies, which by the way, hey, I am a homebody. I love being home. But I also realized that to make friendships and to build connections with people, you have to be out. Even on social media, you can build friendships on social media. I have a ton of friends that I've made on social media through my coaching business that have become really close to me. And some of them I've never met in real life. But it is very different than the ones you do meet when you're out. And I think that's important. And I think that we live in a world right now where if we're not paying attention to that, we're going to be on social media. And yeah, we might have these friendships on social media, but you're also going to feel lonely if you don't have friendships outside of social media in your real life. And in order to make those, you have to put yourself out there. You have to go get out of the house, find things to participate in, put yourself in a situation where you're around people so that you can meet people. I was having this conversation with my husband a few months ago and I was telling him like, I feel like I'm in this space in my life where I just want to meet more people and I want to grow my friendship circle. I want to 
see what amazing people are out there. And I think it's because we kind of lose track of that as entrepreneurs. If you're working from home and you're online and that's where you spend most of your time, it's really easy for us to get so consumed in that, especially if we love our work, that we, yeah, we're connecting with our clients. We're doing video calls, coaching calls. We're connecting with other coaches in the industry. We're making friendships and stuff like that. But that's really different than being able to shut everything down, close your laptop, grab your beach chair and go to the beach and hang out with a friend. It is very different. It's a different connection. And being face to face with someone, being able to talk to someone that's right next to you, it just gives you this feeling of happiness. I think online, it could be really easy for us to feel lonely versus being face to face with your friends. I don't think I've ever felt lonely in that moment. So I was telling him that I'm in this like season of my life where I want to experiment going out more and growing my friend circle. I think it would be great to have a couple people come into my circle and just meet some amazing women that I have things in common with. And we started having this conversation and he's always, my husband is like, you know how there's extroverts? We call him extra extrovert because I don't know what it is about that man. He just attracts people to him. I kid you not. Another side note story. When we were younger, we would go to the grocery store. This story stands out to me because it would happen all the time, but it was this moment that I realized how much it happens. I remember we were going into a grocery store. This man was coming out. He smiled at him and said, hello, and didn't say anything to me. And I thought, do I have a sign in my forehead that says, don't talk to me. And I always think it's my RBF, if you know what that stands for, my resting you-know-what face. But I always thought it was that because I can. I've had people tell me I know this because I've caught myself looking like I'll, I'll be driving and I'll look up if the mirror is down. I'll look up and be like, what is going on with my face? You know, and if I'm deep in thought, I just look upset, I guess. I don't know. So I don't know if it's that, but I also think it could be that's just him. He just attracts people. He talks to everyone. It doesn't matter where we are. We moved from California where we constantly used to run into people that knew him. Even if I went somewhere where I had to show my ID just by my last name, people would ask me about him. And I'm just like, how do people even know you? And it's because he was that person. He talks to everyone. He's super friendly. Not to mention he's a big guy, so he automatically stands out. But he just puts himself in these positions where he's talking to people and getting to know people. Then we moved to Hawaii. And I kid you not, we were out as a family one day. And this person that was vacationing here was like, oh my God. <laughs> Me and the kids were like, how the hell do we move to a small little island? And you still... There's people that live here that know him from the mainland. And I'm just like, we're always so shocked. And now it happens so much that it doesn't matter if we fly somewhere else. We're like, oh, I wonder who we're going to run into that knows daddy, you know? So it's like a running joke between me and the kids and him. But he's that person, you know? And so I told him I'm trying to be more like him and go out and put myself in these situations because I am very introverted. But I also like having conversations and getting to know people, which is why I'm a coach. I remember even trying to jump into like the first 
first calls I was doing as a coach, I would be so nervous to jump into these calls with these women. And they always felt like every time at the end of the call, they would be like, oh, I was so nervous, Jeanette. And I'm like, girl, me too. And they're like, really? You don't seem like it. Yeah, because I would force myself if I wanted to have this career and I wanted to work with women and coach them, I had to. I had to force myself to jump on these calls. And the crazy thing is when you jump on the calls and you kind of get through that first like minute, it's like, wow, these women are just like me. Like we're so alike and we laugh and we have fun and we grow and we work and it ends up always being so amazing. But that first before you jump on the call, it's always I'm always nervous and I still get a little nervous now, but I've done it so much that I just I don't feel as nervous as when I first started coaching. But I told him I'm in this season of my life where I want to put myself out there and I want to meet more people and just grow my circle of these amazing women. Right. So here is the story that I found so hilarious that I'm going to share with you guys. So my first step was, okay, I'm going to go and buy a backpack, a smaller backpack. I have this backpack, but I use it when I travel. It's huge. I'm like, I don't need anything that big. I need something small that I can throw my laptop in or my iPad in, grab my beach towel, maybe some snacks and go to the beach and just be out. And I can work. A lot of the work that I do, I can do outdoors. All I need is Wi-Fi. And so I was like, there's really no point of me having to be home every single day. I love being home, so I stay home a lot. But I have days where I'm like, I don't want to be home. I want to be out. And so I was like, I'm going to go get a backpack that I can put a couple things in and just go work from the beach or the park or a cafe or wherever, right? So I go to Lululemon, walk in, looking at the backpacks. And when I go to the register, this girl's like, oh, I can help you. So we start immediately this conversation. And I find out that she actually moved here two years ago. She is from California, same area that I lived in. She's a mom. Like we had in that five minute time period, we had such a great conversation and connection that at the end, this is what happened. So I pay for my backpack, get to know her, And she's like, okay, well, it was great meeting you, Jeanette. And I was like, oh, great meeting you too. So I turn around, I walk out. The moment I walked away from the store, I thought, oh my God, I should have said, we should hang out. I kid you not. I was like running in circles because I was so in my mind that I forgot where I parked. Then I get to my car and I'm texting back and forth with my husband telling him this. And he's like, why don't you go back and ask her to hang out on her day off? And I thought I was thinking about that, but I feel like I'm going to look like a weirdo going back into the store and being like, oh, by the way, I forgot we should exchange numbers, which when you think about it, it's like, no, girl, you should have gone back. No, I was in the car like I'm going to look like a psycho going back in the store and it was embarrassing. I was like, oh, I should have said it in the moment because I felt like she was so cool. You know how sometimes you have conversations with people and immediately you get that connection like this is my person. I can see us hanging out. I can see us chilling at the beach and having the best conversations. You know, that was that girl. So my husband was like, well, why don't you go back? And next time you go back, go back at the same time on the same day. Maybe she works the same schedule and then you can, you know, get to know her and tell her you guys should hang out. I was like, yeah, that's what I'm going to do because I can't even go back there with a straight face. But I was laughing so hard on the way home. I actually didn't even go home right after that. I went and I worked from the beach, but I was sitting there laughing my ass off because I thought, 
How ironic. I go buy a backpack so that I can go out and be out where I can meet people and add new friends to my friend circle. And I meet somebody and totally space out and don't even say anything. That is me. Okay, so if that is you, girl, it happens to all of us. That was me. I was like, I literally found the situation I was trying to put myself in and totally missed it. Okay. And I've had this happen before where me and my husband would be like talking to someone and they would be saying that they do certain things and giving out like clues, like hinting that I should come along and I would miss all of the hints. And I remember when this person walked away, my husband was like, did you not realize that she was trying to hang out? And I was like, what? No. And the look on this man's face. And I'm like, is that why we were standing there? You're looking at me super crazy and looking at her and looking at me and looking at her. He's like, yeah, because I was like, does she not like realize that she's kind of being invited along? (laughs) And I was like, no, absolutely not. That is not the impression that I got. And the fact that he got that just explains and shows how different we can be. You know, he probably would have been like if it was him that was being somewhat invited without being invited, I guess, he would have caught on and been like, oh yeah, I would love to come along or maybe I should come along. I don't know. I totally missed the clues. And that moment is another one that stands out to me. That's like, oh yeah, I totally don't notice these things. And so my plan is to put myself in these situations and actually catch the moment and be like, okay, we should hang out. Because I know that once I do it enough, it won't feel weird. And I know some of you guys, if you guys are used to telling people, hey, we should hang out when you just met them, you probably are listening to this going, yeah, Jeanette, that was crazy. But you know what? I'm not the only one. It happens so much. And I think it's because we're going out, living our lives, going to the grocery store. Because think about it. You can even meet people at the grocery store. You can be standing in line and start a conversation with someone. I think a lot of times what I've noticed is people stand in line and everybody's on their phone. And so we just avoid everything, you know, but it's it's really important to just put the phones away and pay attention because I think that is the thing that will help us meet more friends. So I invite you to do this with me. Go out into your life and be open to seeing what people are coming in and out of your day as you go through your day and spark up random conversations. Put yourself in situations where you have to start a conversation with someone. And when you meet that person, that instant feeling of, oh my God, I would have so much fun hanging out with this person, say something, okay? Don't be like me. I'm going to try next time to say something because you can really find your people and start growing your friend circle. And here's the thing, I can give you guys a whole list of why it's important to have friends, but reality is we all need connection. We all crave connection with other people. And one of the things that has raised quite a bit is that a lot of people are feeling lonely. And in order for us to not feel lonely, we have to force ourselves to go out and meet people. We have to force ourselves to go out and find those gems, your people that you're going to get to know, that are going to become your best friends. Even if they don't become your best friend, is someone that you have a good time with, that you can go out and have a coffee with and have some meaningful conversations, people that have things in common with you. So I'll give you a few things of what I look for and what I think is important when 
you are looking to start new friendships with people. Because like I said earlier, you can meet people where at first you're like, oh my God, yeah, they seem really cool. But then as you hang out, you're like, oh yeah, no, they're kind of gossipy and they're kind of negative or you realize you can't really trust them. Like you tell them something and then everybody's going to know about it, you know? And then you have to kind of break that relationship and not continue it, you know? So that's kind of awkward too. But if you're very clear in what you're looking for, it's going to be a lot easier. And here's one big thing that I think is so important when you're trying to make friendships is in order for you to attract the people that you want, you have to be that person because you're never going to be able to attract people that you are not, right? You're not going to be able to attract qualities in someone that you don't have those qualities in yourself, And so I believe that is so important. I think that we find like-minded people along the way. And the craziest thing is because we all change and I believe people can change, right? Who you are today is not who you're going to be five years from now. Who you are today is not who you're going to be a year from now. There is so much growth that happens when you put yourself in that situation where you're open to change and you're open to growing. Because I also think you have to put yourself in that situation. You can go 20 years of your life being the same person, having the same qualities and never growing because you're choosing not to. Or you can spend 20 years of your life and you can be seven different people in that 20 years because you're constantly growing and changing. And that is your right. You have the right to change who you are, what you believe, how you carry yourself. You have the right to change. That is part of living. That is part of growing. And I think growing is amazing. I really do. I don't think that I have ever grown and regretted the changes that I've made. I've always, I felt like every year I feel like I'm a better version of myself, but it's also because of what I did that year, the time that I spent pouring into myself, learning about myself and changing things about myself. So I know that when I go out, I'm going to attract people like me. And when I don't, because it's life that happens, right? Sometimes people are attracted to you, you have certain things in common, but then there's so many other things that you may not have in common. So that's when you kind of like, okay, maybe we're not the two type of people that could be friends. But for the most part, when you're very clear in who you want to spend your time with, who you want in your life, you're going to notice a lot more people around you that reflect that list of qualities that you're looking for in a person, in a friend, kind of like in a relationship when you think about looking for someone to be in a relationship with. So here are some things that I kind of look for. So first, this isn't something that I look for. This is something that I have right now. And I think it's super beneficial is have a friend that's older than you. I have a friend that's older than me. She thinks it's the funniest thing. I kind of don't because I feel like we have so much in common that I don't even realize the age. But I also have realized that I love her so much and it is because I can come to her and she just has wisdom. Like she thinks differently than, you know, a 20 year old friend would have thought when we met, you know? And so I know that I can come to her and she's going to tell me what I need to hear, not what I want to hear, but she's going to do it in a way where it's loving and non-judgmental. So I know that anytime anything's going on in my life and I come to her, I always leave one laughing because I have been on calls with her where I show up frustrated and crying and the call ends and I'm just like laughing. Now I'm crying because I'm laughing so hard. And I love that. I love that I have a friend like that. I think having 
friends that are the same age as you are important because you guys are going to have so much in common. And I also think having a couple people that are younger than you, they just keep you alive. For me, like my kids, because they're girls and they're teenagers and I have an adult daughter now too, I kind of feel like my kids keep me alive. But I also think it's important to have friends that are a little bit younger than you because you'll always stay in the know. Things that I will learn from my friend that's older than me, things that I will learn from my friends that are the same age. There's going to be things that I'm going to learn from people that are younger than me too. And I think that's important. If you are a mom, girl, you have to have mom friends. You can't be the only mom in the group because your friends who are single, who don't have kids, they're living a different type of life. You had that life too. And it doesn't mean that you're not going to have things in common. It's just going to mean that there's going to be so many times where you're not going to feel like you're part of the loop. You're going to feel so lost because they're going to have things going on that you necessarily don't do anymore. And so you have to have mom friends because you guys are going to have so much in common. You're going to be able to talk about things that moms talk about. You're going to have a group of friends that you're going to be able to run to when you have questions or you're struggling with something and get feedback and advice and help and support. And that's so important, especially as you're going through your mom phase. You also want to have mom friends that have kids the same age as your kids. I have friends that have younger kids, but also I have friends that have older kids like I do. And so for me, if I could only talk to my friends that have younger kids who are babies, how can I talk to them about teenagers? You know, I need to have moms that have older daughters as well. On that note, I also think that having parents who are not the same because we all parent differently and that's okay. You know, we learn from each other. That's one of the things that I love about moms who are open to sharing how they're parenting and also open to learning how others are parenting because we don't have a manual that tells us how to do it. You kind of just create your own routine and your own parenting style as you go. And coming from a mom that has three kids is always different. There's things that I did with my first child that I don't do with my third. And so it's always changing, evolving and growing, just like how you're changing, evolving and growing. And so I think it's important to have moms who parent similarly, whose values are the same, So moms who believe in Jesus, if you are a believer and you want to instill that in your children, I think it's important to have moms that believe. Moms who kind of protect their kids from like, so some examples that I can think of right now are like, do you let your kids do whatever and just like have no rules? Or do you have rules and boundaries? And do you eat family dinners together? Or does everybody just kind of grab their plate and go in their bedroom? Things like that, I think are important. So having moms that have similar ways of how they're parenting is important, but then also being open minded to other moms that do things differently, because it might be something that you can start. The only thing that I would say to stay away from is from beliefs or parenting styles that are a hundred percent so against what you believe, what you think is important, because then it can kind of become a little toxic, I think, if that happens. And what I mean by that, and then we're going to move on from this topic, but what I mean by that is if you have like parents who have zero rules, they let everybody in and out of the house, there's drugs and alcohol and things playing on TV, and you're just like, that's not going to work out for you if you're the type of parent that you have a more structured routine, you guys value family time, you protect your kid's mind from seeing inappropriate things. Like that's not going to work because what are you going to do when you're invited to a birthday party? Are you going to go hang out with all these people? (laughs) You're not going to want to, right? So that's what I mean by that. You want to have some similarities. It doesn't have to be the same because no parent parents the same, but some similarities and similar values and what's important. That's important to make friends with other parents that believe those type of things too. 
I think I said this earlier, someone that you can trust, you definitely want to make friends with people that you feel you can trust because the whole point of making friendships is making friendships with people that you can come to and have a conversation with and know it's going to stay private. I think that is one of my most important things is also like I have to be able to trust you in order for me to feel comfortable to call you a friend. You know what I mean? Another thing that I look for is people who are in the same place as you in life. So similar to what I was saying about women who are moms, if you're a mom and If they're not moms, women who have similar interests as you, because I think that's also important. They don't have to be moms because your whole life is not just being a mom, right? You have your mom friends that you can hang out with. But I think it's also important to have friends that maybe are not moms or moms who take time for themselves and leave the mom role at home. And you guys are going to go and go for a hike or you're going to go to the spa and hang out together and talk about other things that have nothing to do with the kids and have similar interests. So they take care of themselves. So for me, some of those are wellness. I'm big in wellness, eating healthy food. I don't have to always eat healthy food. Like we can go and have burgers and fries and a drink, girl, but that can't be like what we do all the time. Like you can do it. That's fine. Eat whatever you want. Drink whatever you want. But I'm going to eat healthy. And the reason that I say this, too, is because I think in the wellness industry, it's very well known. A lot of people used to say people come down on them if they don't eat healthy. I personally, as a wellness coach, I let people be. If you have wellness goals, I can help you if you want help, if you ask me. But I'm not going to sit there and judge you on what you're eating just because I'm a wellness coach. Like, I'm going to let you do you, girl. But one of the things that I noticed when I became a coach and I started focusing more on my health is it actually works the other way around too. When you start changing how you're eating, people start judging you. They start wondering and questioning you why you're eating a salad, why you are choosing a healthier meal. Why don't you just get the piece of cake? It's not going to kill you to do it one time. And it's like, I've never understood the pressure to put pressure on other people on what they're eating. Just let them be, you know? And so I think for me, it's really important for me to find friends that have similarities like that. We can eat some stuff because I love food, trust me. But overall, you care about wellness too. And we're going to go and maybe we're going to go do a workout together and we're going to go on a hike and, you know, we're going to have deep, meaningful conversations because you're really into that too. But we can also like leave all of that deep conversation to the side and just go and hang out and have fun. So you have to make a list of what your values are, what you are interested in, what's really important to you, where you are in your life, and then make a list of what you want to find in other people, which of these things about you and your life and your personality are so important to find in others. And then when you're out, because you're going out with that intention, you're going to notice you attract those type of people. So I remember my husband saying, you know, you should just go out. What about so-and-so? What about so-and-so? He just starts naming like random people, maybe people that we know from like the kids' schools or or stuff like that. And it's like, babe, that's not how you make true friendships. Because what I'm talking about is, and you're going to feel me on this, because I know this happens a lot. You don't need a ginormous group of friends, right? But you do need like a small circle of friends. And I was telling him, I can't remember. Oh, I think it was some girl did a reel. And she said, when you see women and they have this like giant group of friends and it looks so amazing and looks like they're having so much fun. And then you feel jealous, like, oh, I wish I had a giant group of friends. And then she said, but wait, then I remember that I don't really like people. And I really just need like two or three really good friends. And I'm happy. I was laughing so hard because I'm like, that is so true. Not the part that I don't like people. I just don't like being around too many people because I refill my cup alone. 
Like I have to have alone time. And this also means alone, alone from everyone. And so it was so funny to me because it's true. You don't need 20 friends, 20 close friends. You really need just a small circle of friends that are really close to you that you can connect to, that you can trust, that you can call one day and be like, hey, let's go to lunch or hey, let's go hang out at the beach or hey, let's go do this. And that's it. You don't need a whole lot. So if you are in this place where you're feeling lonely and you're like, how am I going to make this amazing group of friends that I see on Instagram? You have to remember, stop watching things online because it doesn't work that way in real life. And also just focus on putting the phone down and going out because you're not going to meet them that way. You have to go out. But first, make your list, your values, what you want to find in other people, what's important to you. And don't settle because the last thing you want to do is end up with a group of friends that leave you feeling drained every time you hang out or that you leave and you know they're talking about you. That's never a good thing. I would rather be alone at that point. So make your list. That's super important because you can't go out to find these things unless you're very clear in what it is that you're looking for. And remember, the most important part is become that person. If you're not her already with those values and doing those things like wellness and all of the things, all the things you want to find in other people. If you're not her, start implementing this stuff and become her so that you're able to attract those same similar type of people. All right, my friend, I hope you found this helpful. Remember, the best way for you to support the podcast is to leave a review. So if you're on Apple Podcasts, just scroll down and leave me a review. I would really appreciate it. And share this episode with anybody that you know that might really benefit from hearing it. I hope you have a great day and I will talk to you soon. Hey girl, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, I would really appreciate it if you took a minute to head over to Fearless and Unleashed on iTunes and leave a review and subscribe to the show so you're notified when the episodes drop. Also, I'd love to connect over on social media, so head over to Instagram and say hi. You can find me at Jeanette Sachs or find the link below in the show notes. Okay friend, go out and be fearlessly you. I'll see you soon.